Hello, everybody. You're probably thinking, hmm, Travis sounds different today. And yes, I'm currently getting over a slight cold from last week, and I'm actually not Travis. My name is Finner, and I'm currently interning with the amazing team here at Fool and Scholar Productions. And I'm here today to tell you about the last city. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven. A geoengineered paradise that protects its fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors like Ray Seahorn, Jeannie Torado, and Maury Sterling. You can follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. A big thanks to Wondery for supporting shows like The White Vault. And now, on with the scheduled programming. The following documents and recordings are the 11th installment in a compilation detailing the events the repair team sent to Outpost Freestead, consisting of Dr. Rosa Della Torre, Walter Heath, Graham Kasner, Dr. Karina Schumacher-Weiss, and Jonas Thorison. In the winter months, gale storms in Svalbard can reach wind speeds of 130 km per hour. Accompanied by or following snowfall, such storms can reduce visibility dramatically more so in the winter months of the polar night. During these storms, travel is not advised. The White Vault. previous instalment, the assessment and repair team decide upon actions to take following the abduction of Dr. Schumacher Weiss. This first document is a section from Mr. Kasner's action report, with additional personal notes scored hastily along the bottom in Russian. This morning, at approximately 0600 hours, a precise time unknown. Dr. Schumacher-Weiss was forcibly dragged from the bunker by an unseen and unidentified thing. She was dragged across the floor of the hall at great speed from her sleeping position in the common room. I was able to grab hold of her momentarily, restraining her as the unseen force pulled her from beyond the bunker door. Shortly after, I lost my grip and she disappeared into the white haze of the raging storm. Apparently, having struck her head or been cut in some way, Dr. Schumacher-Weiss left a noticeable trail of blood not only in the bunker, but also on the trodden snow path to the auxiliary bunker and its hatch. While we initially gave chase, leaving the bunker without proper protection, we lost sight of her and lost ground when she was dragged down into the wide-open hatch. We... We deemed it unsafe to continue without planning and proper equipment, and so returned to the bunker without Karina. I cannot positively identify what the abductor was, 
I saw only the hand-like appendage of the creature that took her. In my confusion, I believe I saw a long, spindly black hand, perhaps with a thumb. Dr. De La Torre has reminded me of the long black claws of a polar bear, but I am doubtful. I know without doubt that I locked not only the cave hatch, but also the door to the auxiliary bunker. And to this fucking bunker. Following Dr. Schumacher Weiss's previous sleepwalking session, I triple-checked our bunker door personally. I am certain nothing could have unlocked it from the outside. I know it is not a bear. There is something out there. It's smart and fast. The storm has locked us in, and something out there knows we are stuck here. I never should have opened that hatch. This recording comes from Mr. Heath's camcorder. The video is completely black. Kalina! Kalina! Everyone, back to the bunker. I'm going after her. Give me the shot. No, Tester! It's freezing! You need your coat! There's no equipment! Don't be foolish! She's only getting further away the more you talk, so hand over the gun. Please! Let me go get a pipe! Some, some horrible fucking thing just dragged a fully grown woman into a hole in the ground. We are not prepared for that. I'm going back to the bunker. Everyone should come back with me or you'll freeze to death. I'm just going to record the audio as Graham is up in arms about my recordings. Karina got dragged away by something. There's, there's a trail of her blood from the bunker to the hatch okay, leading down to the... Here, Rosa, I'm fine. Everyone, stay together. No one is left alone, understood? Certainly. Yes. The conditions still do not permit safe travel. Even if we call for help and someone heard us, I suspect no one could make it out here in time. Uh, but perhaps it's safer to trek back than staying here. I'm going after Karina and plan to put down whatever the fuck just pulled her down that hatch. Bear or beast. Nothing stands up to a few rounds. We should go after her, yes? What? She could be dead. She's probably dead. Maybe descending into a dark cave in the ground to go after some unknown thing isn't the smartest idea. Jonas? If it were me, I'd want somebody to try to save me. Lovely. When the right choice lines up with the idiotic choice, never again. If you're coming, get dressed. Could it have been a polar bear? You said there are so many here, and we heard one when we first arrived. Tuvo que haber sido eso. While one could certainly drag her away, I'm still sure polar bears don't have the capacity to unlock and open doors. Or fit down that hatch. Does anyone hear that? But it is the only thing that makes sense out here. A polar bear's claws are black, their pads are black, and in the snow, we'd never see it. You heard the recording. Polar bears don't talk, Rosa. What is that? I'm leaving to find Karina, even if it's just her body. If I don't come back... Graham, stop. Wait. We need to think this through. And no one goes out alone. Everyone. Listen. I 
heart's going to jump out of my throat soon. That's not yours. It's over there. Give me that coffee can. There's coffee in it. I'll pour it out then. No, it's alive. Still looks like a fucking broom, but yeah, it's beating. <laughs> this this is all some terrible joke, right? I, I bet if we cut open, the, the whole thing is made of rubber and some small toy pump. I'm not wasting more time. If you're coming, get dressed. I'm finding Karina and putting these dead bits back where they belong. I'm coming. Absolutely. She'll need my help. I'll get the medical kit. Polar bear attack or something else. I can't let her go untreated. I can't let her go alone. If she's even alive. You all know this is madness. It, it can't be difficult to see that we should just leave. I will come as well. Well, shit, I don't want to be alone up here. I would recommend getting ready then, Walter, if you don't want to walk alone too. This small note from Mr. Thorison was found sprawled on the back of some discarded paper and tossed into the trash in the common area. Many parts are viciously crossed out and illegible. This is the short section which remains. Hulda and my lovely daughters. One of our team was lost in the night. The others and I have decided to go back down into the caves below the bunker to search for her. I will be back, I'm sure. But in case I do not return, know that I, I love you. Yes, again, we have identified audio recordings from Mr. Heath's camcorder. While video did at some point exist, it has degraded to an indistinguishable fuzz of pixels, usually in tones of blue and grey. The one clear frame remaining shows the back of a team member walking through the caves, ice axe secured to their pack. I think you don't take hints very well. See that, Jonas? It's hair. A big chunk of Karina's hair ripped out on a rock. We followed the trail all the way in. Thankfully, Graham remembers the way because our line is cut. Missing, too. Walking down into the dark following blood. What a splendid idea. Is that really the most important thing to do right now? Whatever it is, bear or giant land squid monster, I don't care. I want to get it on video. I'm already here putting my life in danger, so I'm not missing this opportunity. So heartless. Walter, I thought you cared. We're here to find Karina. The word you're looking for is gutless. Nothing to be proud of. I'm proud to be alive. Oh, look at it all. All the blood. This doesn't look survivable. God, you can see the marks from her hands. How much battery power do you have left? This one's around 75% and I have spares. I don't hear anything. Just the cave. Does that mean... She's dead. Or injured and need of help. My hopes don't go that high. Are you recording again? Yes. And Jonas, I'm sorry, but fuck, Seizure Group. If she's dead, this is all getting posted and the company is going to be under hellfire. That is not my greatest concern right now. We're about ten minutes from the opening to the dome. The blood trail hasn't diverted from our main path. Some of these cave sections are so narrow, the sides more so. Polar bears build dens, so maybe it lives in these caves somewhere. Only pregnant polar bears build dens. 
Yeah, I don't see a 500 kilo pregnant bear trying to fit through these passes, Rosa. And I haven't seen polar bear tracks on our previous expeditions down here. Do you see any tracks now? Just the marks from Karina's hands. Wait a moment. What is it? Reasons to think it's not a polar bear. No tracks, no sighting, size of passages. Reasons to think it was a polar bear. It's the only thing around here that could do this. And hope. A particularly angry reindeer has the power to pull anyone. <laughs> I don't think it was a reindeer. Neither do I. We're here. Excuse me. What's going on up there? Remember, put your crampons on before you descend so you can the ice on land. Graham, it's... It may be too much blood. What is it? It goes right into the anatomical theater. I'm going down first. Jonas, catch. <laughs> Tie it around that column. Use the knot I showed you. While I descend, Rosa, you'll have the shotgun. If anything even looks like it moves, shoot it. Pump and shoot it again. Done. You know where the safety is? When I'm done, turn the safety on, and I'll tell you to drop the gun to me. After that's done, come down next. What if something's behind us? We don't have a shotgun. You have a flare gun. Ah, yes, I do. Crampons before you come down. Rosa, let's move. We don't have much time, if any. Jonas, Walter, this may get worse. Worse than being in a cave? Under a blue dome of ice in some weird ancient town where floors are made of boxes with hearts in them, looking for an unknown terrifying creature that pulled Karina away, following a trail covered in her blood and fingernails, and, and unable to leave said horrid place because of a consistent fucking storm. Do not test your luck. You might find it lacking. Thank you, Jonas. Wonderfully encouraging. But I'm right. We should leave before things get worse. Put the safety on and gently lower the shotgun. Coming down now. Jonas, you go next when she's down. I suddenly regret this choice to come. If only it stayed back at the bunker with me. We'd be having coffee and planning a trip to Spain. I do like Spain. Everyone likes Spain. Oh, fuck me. Look at all the blood. I do not think Karina is alive any longer. Neither do I. Who's next? Me, yes. What was that? Did you say something, Walter? Nothing. I, I think I, I just thought I'd heard something. Are you hurt? I caught your camera. Please don't fall on me. I'm nearly down. You're not falling. Something pushed me. Walter, get your crampons on now. Jonas, faster. Perhaps a draft through the cave. Did we close the entry hatch? I always do. And it would have to be a very long draft. We're so far now. Unless there is another entrance reaching the surface. <laughs> just, just keep watching up there while I'm coming down. Everyone stay together. Unhook your ice axes. 
We'll go into the main building to look inside and follow the tracks. We are not going down the stairs. We won't. Rosa, how much blood can someone lose before death is certain? Not this much, Jonas. Perhaps, but it can look worse than it is in all these eyes. Blood looks, it will look more like spread out in the water. That is certainly something to hold on to. I'll uh, take the camera back. Thanks for catching it. Not a problem. Impressive reflexes. I hope it's undamaged. Watch your step. Uh, we're moving. Those statues are gone. They were so large. I see no tracks of them being dragged away. Count your blessings. The entry is still open. Stay in line behind me. Fuck this, it's not a fucking polar bear. The following is the beginning of a note sprawled by Dr. Della Torre, found within her pack. Much of the note is illegible, and some parts of the page appear to have suffered water damage. Salimos a Vascara Carina, pero para cuando llegamos al Salón de Anatomia, ya no nos queda mucha esperanza. We set out to find Karina, but by the time we reached the anatomical theater, barely any hope remained. There had been so much blood on the way, lines of it through the caves. We found hair, fingernails, and at first, a bit of cloth from her bunker clothes. I felt my stomach in my throat when we saw the large cave again, a red ribbon cutting the white and blue in half like lava streams. I needed to know. The fear of not knowing felt so entirely overwhelming. Now, I fear knowing. The statues were gone. The large black and silver carvings that appeared before have disappeared without a trace. No tracks in the snow, no bruise or slide marks through the rocks. Just gone. I think this place is cursed. We went inside the theater, following the smeared blood trail. The floor made up of those perfect boxes was so drenched. It looked to be grouted with red rubber. Blood bulged up with every step, but we approached the table. We could hear it. We could hear the heartbeat before we reached its sight. But hope is insidious. A fresh heartbeat from the new box punctured with small human teeth. Walter could not stand it and began hyperventilating. While I calmed him, Graham placed the coffee container with the withered heart on the table next to the new heart. I think that was his hope. Returning it may have solved our problems. I do not want to make assumptions, and the trail of blood did continue. But I now believe that it was Karina's heart that sat on the table. To have carved it from her body, to have ripped out her teeth. I cannot dwell on it. But if it isn't hers, if her blood trail leads elsewhere, and if the mass of blood in the theater is someone else's, she may still be alive. The following is a brief section of video diary recording by Mr. Heath on his personal laptop. Part of the file concerns future events, so the video has been split. 
This is a nightmare. The, the storm is not possible. Nothing sticks around this long, not even hurricanes or, or anything. Karina got stolen by some heart-removing, teeth-pulling thing in the dark, and we followed it down into a cave. That's not logical. This place is fucking crazy. This stuff, this... these... these people... Rosa hopes Karina is still alive, which is baffling. She's a doctor, for God's sake, and there was enough blood to fill a camel on those floors. Kasna has more problems than blood cells if he thinks going down there was going to help anyone. He's willing to put not only his life on the line, but all of ours. It's psychotic, is what it is. I'd rather take my chances in the storm. I told them as much. This concludes those documents related to the beginning of the initial search for Dr. Karina Schumacher-Weiss and the Trade of Blood. This completes the 11th collection of information regarding the repair team at Outpost Freestead. The White Vault. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.